Brooklyn's Radio believes your health matters. So Karen is a life coach, an energy healer, trainer, author, and the founder of Great Mouse Publishing. Hi, Karen. Hello. Thank you. Well, it's really lovely to uh, to have you on the line with us today. Um, Great Mouse Publishing. That's a bit of a bit of a weird name for a company, if you don't mind me saying. How did you decide? <laughs> how did you decide to call it Grey Mouse? Um, it's it's very bizarre. Um, I, I buy my domain names through a company called GoDaddy, and they have an auction site. And I was just looking for a new name because I realised that I was more of a, a sort of book mentor than a coach these days. Um, so I decided to sort of change the company. You know, sort of branding a little bit and when I saw the name Grey Mouse Publishing I thought I could do so much with it and um, people have sort of commented on the logo and stuff like that and when I did some research I found that you know with mythology the little mouse was actually somebody who was brave and, and persistent and that's kind of what you need to be if you're going to publish a book you need to be brave enough to try but persistent enough to finish because there's an awful lot of work that goes into it and I just thought it fit, and it was just cute, so I just went with it. It's a great idea, and and you're right. The logo is very pretty. It's a, you know, it's a, a very nice logo to look at. So yeah, well done. That's that's amazing. And um, what types of people do you work with generally? You know, are you novels? Are you personal development books or business books? I tend to work primarily now with people who are looking to publish. Um, a book around their business. So it could be uh, a signature book. Um, but what I tend to do is I tend to think of it in terms of the business itself. So um, a lot of clients I work with publish a series of books. So they may have their signature book, but a journal that goes with it. And then we look at the, the sales funnel that goes with it. So it's a slightly different process. But I do a lot, I enjoy working with coaches primarily because... Yeah. They are experts in helping people um, with all sorts of issues, whether it's confidence, whether it's empowerment. And I want to work with people who help other people, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. And um, and also it's, it's a really brilliant way of approaching it because if you think about it, so many people publish a book. I mean, I can go back, gosh, I don't know how many years now since my mum published a book. It must be 40 years and luckily she got it into a few schools who used it so all the children had a copy but otherwise she'd have probably not had any sales we didn't have social media in those days but having someone who can help you build a marketing funnel around your book which is around your business I think that's just such a brilliant idea well thank you it's great I think it's one of those things where an awful lot of people think because Amazon has made publishing a book so easy that if I get it onto Amazon, it will sell. And it's just like um, Field of Dreams with Kevin Costner. You know, if I build it, he will come. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, no, they won't. No. You know, you as an author have to sell your book. But if you look at it in terms of your whole business and you think in terms of what you can offer the client, you know, why should they buy your book? And go back to the basics, you know, how are you going to help them, what they're going to get from it, and what actions do you want to take from it? Um, then you create a better book. And if you talk to people rather than talk at people, it's so much better. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Now, I know that um, you took on the caring role for a parent, and that's such a difficult task. How did you, you know, what made you take that decision? 
I didn't have much of a choice to be honest. Mm. <laughs> my my sister passed away in two thousand and eight, and there was just the two of us. So when my mum passed away suddenly in two thousand fourteen, it was just me and my dad left um, in the family. And um, I was living in Ireland, he was living in England, so I used to sort of hop on a plane, go and see him, look after him, pop back home again and just sort of balance it out. And then he started coming over more and more to Ireland, and then he sort of rang me up on a Saturday, as you do, (laughs) to tell me that the day before he'd actually put his house on the market and that we needed to sort out somewhere for him to live nearby where I was living. Oh, and then yeah. the house sold on the Monday, and we really had to find somewhere for him to live. Um, very luckily, we did, and he moved literally down the road from me with about two minutes' drive. Um, but as his health failed, you know, it, was, it became uh, very clear that he wasn't in a position to look after himself, and we were very lucky that the house that we bought in Ireland, it was at a time where the planning of required that you build a house that was disabled friendly so the front door was wide enough for wheelchairs we had a downstairs shower room we had a downstairs bedroom so we just moved the furniture around and made our downstairs bedroom his bedroom and as his health deteriorated because I'd been a nurse previously I was able to contact the local equivalent of the district nurse and they were able to sort of helped me get access to all the things I needed, like a commode, like a hospital bed, like a, a really good air mattress, all those things that made it possible for me to almost like create a, a bed, a hospital bed at home for him. We had mm-hmm. oxygen and everything. Um, and I looked after him until he passed away in 2018. Um, it was challenging at times, but I, but I did have that nursing behind me. And it was always a no-brainer, to be honest. You know, I knew that my mum was looking up you know, from upstairs and absolutely killing herself laughing that I was someone left holding the bag, as it were. Um, but I don't think she would have been able to cope with my dad, to be honest. No. Um, and my sister would just be in the same position. <laughs> because, mm. you know, she lived you know, in, in England. She lived a couple of doors you know, not too far from where my dad and mum lived. So... There was always that expectation from my mum's point of view that my sister would look after them. Um, but as they say, if you want to hear God laugh, tell him your plans. Um, but I, I, I was very lucky because I did have that time with Dad and my son had the time with his grandfather. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we were just very grateful for it. Mm-hmm. No, it is lovely. And as you say, with the nursing background. Now, I know you, you, you started some very important things to help you cope during this time didn't you oh yeah it was it was crazy because um in 2015 i trained as a coach and it was one of those things that got me more back onto the path of personal development and the more that i read the more i realized that certain things i needed to do and to change and and these became my happy habits so Mm. the whole thing of being grateful um, three things you're grateful for every day, you know, being kind, looking at how you treat yourself and how you treat others because it makes a huge impact. Yeah. Um, meditation, just take a few minutes in each day just to sort of ground yourself and just get back to, you know, a calm, centered, um, balanced start for the day. All those different things. Um, and they became my 12 happy habits. And and you've made a business around that, haven't you? Or it's helped with your coaching business, which is amazing. So the first book that you published was the Posit- 
I, I published the Positivity Planner in 2018, 2019, mm. but the first book I published was actually in 2012, and that was just around social media and LinkedIn. Okay. Um, but when Dad passed away, it was this case of I need something to do. I wasn't ready to go back into coaching or working with clients, so I just thought I'd just put everything down and just create a little planner that I could use that maybe could help other people where we focus on one habit a month, mm. and that's where it started from. And then as I was doing it, I was thinking, well, you know, if you've done the meditation habits and you can keep sort of keeping that, maybe you want to create a journal for that. So I started creating journals around each habit. And then I realized with things like gratitude, there's so many different ways of doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, that I created lots of different journals to appeal for different audiences. And, and it kind of sort of went on from there. So I just realized I actually enjoyed the process of the creativity uh, and that's why it's become one of the happy habits because uh, being creative in whatever shape or form is almost like a meditation in itself because you're so focused on what you're doing, you're not thinking or stressing about anything else. No, no, it's a brilliant idea. And all of the things that you suggest are all things that I try and do, <laughs> you know, most <laughs> days because you're right, it's, it's you know, it makes you feel much better and happier and your life runs smoothly. Yeah. We're running out of time, but I did just want to, um, before we give your contact details and tell people where they can get your books, you've got a free group on Facebook, haven't you? What can people find there if they join your group? Well, there's lots of different resources on my groups, on my website. Um, I do daily posting on Facebook. Um, I have a weekly call on at 4.30 on a Wednesday that's on Zoom. And um, I'm doing a free five-day challenge in September, on September the 12th, where I just take you through the process of publishing a book and you get to publish a little notebook yourself. I provide the templates for Canva, for the book itself. Mm. And you get to see how to publish a book. Um, and it's one of those things, once you realise it's not as difficult as you think it is, you actually have a bit of fun with it. And then you can start thinking about the book you want to publish as opposed to uh, a sort of little notebook, which anybody can do. Um, but it's about having a notebook that you want. So, for mm. example, I have a little bullet journal that I use all the time. People may not buy it, but I use it myself. Mm. So um, it's like the perfect notebook for me. And I think we all have the perfect something that we want. So uh, it's just a case of tapping into that if you want to, to have a go then it's a free challenge, you know, it's fun. Um, and that's the main thing, you know, if you're not having fun, what's the point? Yeah, so. yeah, no, it's a brilliant idea. So, Karen, where can people get hold of you and your books and how can they join this free five-day challenge? If you just pop along to my website, if you go to com on the homepage, there's a, a thing that says get started or start here, and that will take you to my freebies page, which will include a link to sign up to the free course next month, but also there's a, a sort of online version of that, so you don't have to wait um, until September to do that. So there's lots of freebies on my website, and I'm here to help people, so um, just have a look. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Well, we'll post a link up to that when we post the podcast, and, um, and then people can, yeah, get in touch via that. And good luck. It's been fabulous having you on here today. Oh, thank you. And if anybody wants to publish a journal, then I know how to do it. Yes, yes. No, that's perfect. will help you. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, that's great. Thank you, Karen. Thank you. Thank you very much.
That was Karen Brown, our life coach, and many more things from Grey Mouse Publishing. Brooklyn's Radio believes your health matters. 